Have you gained weight around your stomach? And do you want to lose that belly fat and have a flat stomach? Well, today I'm going to be talking about fat loss, and I'm going to be talking about how certain exercise can help you to lose belly fat. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, mama four, a military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy, and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're gonna look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. So before we dive in today, specifically about what exercise can really help with belly fat loss, is I want to dive into some myths here. So this idea of spot reduction, that we can just lose fat around our stomach and not somewhere else. That's just not true. We can't crunch away or do sit-ups to lose belly fat. And I want you guys to keep in mind that muscle, so when we're doing crunches or someone says sit-ups, that is building strength. It's not necessarily losing the fat around our stomach. And what most people want is we do want strength in our core, but we really want to lose that belly fat. So keep that in mind that you can't really spot reduce. And I also want you to keep in mind that everyone holds their weight differently. And we have to keep this in mind and we have to have compassion and kindness for ourselves. So if you think of different people, some people might naturally have a bigger belly and skinny legs. Some people might more have a slimmer waist and bigger hips. So we all have these different body types. Some of us are short, some of us are tall. I'm only five foot one, I'm a pretty short person. I can't change that. And most of us can't change that way that we hold weight or even some of us tend to put more muscle on quicker than others. So remember to be kind with yourself and also to just have that sense of self-love for yourself wherever you are, whatever body shape you have. It doesn't mean you can't work to improve your health, but really just trying to appreciate your body and have a little self-love. also want to touch on the idea of fat loss versus weight loss. And we all say weight loss, but when someone loses a lot of weight really dramatically, they might be losing some fat, but they're also going to be losing water and they're going to be losing muscle mass. And what we really want to do is fat loss. We want to lose mostly fat. We want to keep our muscle, hopefully potentially build more muscle mass. And we want our water level to be stable. And again, it's going to fluctuate some depending how much you drink, depending on your salt intake that you've had. But keep in mind, we want fat loss. We don't just want weight loss. We don't want to lose a bunch of weight really quickly where we're losing water and muscle mass. And a question I get asked is how much body fat should women have? So there's different ways to measure body fat. There's different types of scales. There's little skin calipers. But typically women who are age 40 to 59, a good percent of body fat is going to be 23 to 33%. And women over 60, it's a little bit higher, 24 to 35%. And men, 
I'm not going to read these, but they would be lower. So men typically have less body fat than women. And that's just the way we're built. That's the way our bodies are designed by God. Women are meant to have a little more fat than men are. As we were talking about this topic recently, a couple weeks ago, one of my clients sent me a message and she said, Michelle, I'm so excited. I tried an old pair of size 10 pants and I haven't been able to button at the waist for two years now. And now I can. And she sent me a picture and she was super excited and I was excited for her. And she also then told me that I have been instrumental part of her health change. And I've been working with Elisa for a while now. Um, and actually I have a podcast episode about her. So that's podcast episode number nine. And I'll link that down below in the description where you can hear about her experience of working with me. So I've been doing personal training calls with her and really helping her to keep moving along. We started right where she was at a beginner level, and now we've been able to bump it up. She's been able to hold plank longer. She's been able to exercise a little bit harder, and she has stayed consistent, which is the most important thing, and she keeps progressing. So as we're talking about belly fat today here, what we didn't do with Elise is just work on her core. What happened is that as we worked on her nutrition, as we worked on her overall exercise program and all these pieces came together and she stayed consistent is that she was able to lose belly fat and fit back into her pants because it's not just about crunches. It's not just about our stomach. It's about our body as a whole because our body works together as a whole. If you love doing a fun challenge and you find a challenge motivating to you, then I want to let you know about my healthy habits challenge that I'm starting on August 14th. And this is just with my clients because this will be done through my personal training app. People will have a customized exercise program, customized nutrition goals. And what we're going to do in this challenge is everybody is going to have three habits they're going to be working on. One is going to be movement two is strength training, and three is nutrition. So everyone's going to have a different habit because we want things to be doable and we want things customized to ourselves. And I'm going to have prizes and I've done challenges with my clients before and they're really just fun and motivating. Alisa, the client I was just talking about, she um, completed my challenge that I had in May. And it's really a fun way to get accountable and to really focus on these things, this movement, the exercise and the nutrition. So if you guys would like to join that challenge, check the description down below or reach out to me on social media. There will be a link where you can set up a free call and we're going to talk on this call. We're going to make sure that it's right for you, that we click together. And also we're going to set up what those habits are going to be for you. So check out down below and I would love to chat with you and get to talk and see if it's a good fit. All right. So now I want to talk specifically about the types of exercise you can do that are going to help promote losing belly fat and really fat loss all together. So the first one is movement. So I don't consider this exercise, but I want to put this here because most of us think of it together. So movement is just where you're getting more steps in, where you're moving your body. You're parking your car further away. Maybe you're walking around your house more. You're getting up moving every hour. So when we get more movement in, that's going to increase the metabolic rate, which means it's going to increase the calories that our body is burning. So this is super important because 
Typically, as people age, we start moving less. And the less and less we move, the less and less calories we're going to burn. So we need to figure out ways that we can move more. So maybe that's going for walks or maybe that's somehow figuring out how you can put more movement into your day. So getting up and walking every hour, taking a break, figuring out what that is because our bodies are meant to move. We are not meant to be sedentary. Number two is doing strength training or a yoga that has strength training. So what happens is when we build muscle mass, our muscle is going to be smaller than fat. So if I have one pound of muscle and one pound of fat, that one pound of fat is going to be a lot larger. So muscle is going to be smaller and also muscle is more metabolically active. So the more muscle you have, that means the more calories you're going to be burning doing nothing. So me sitting here, if I have more muscle than you, I'm going to burn more calories doing nothing. So also as we age, especially if we are not strength training, our muscle mass is going down and that means our body is burning less calories. And simple things to start with strength training is you can do strength training body weight, starting to do squats, push-ups either on the floor or push-ups against the wall as your vertical. It's a great beginner way to start push-ups. Or yoga. Yoga pretty much just uses body weight, but it's a great way. So if your muscles are shaking or burning, that means you are building strength. Number three is going to be HIT. So high intensity interval training is what it stands for. And I don't suggest just searching on YouTube for HIT videos because most of the ones I have pulled up on YouTube are really just cardio. So when you're doing HIT, you're having intervals. So you're having an on interval and an off interval. And that off interval, you want the heart rate to come down. You want to recover some. And that on interval, you want to hit it pretty hard. The difference is with cardio, you're sort of keeping the steady state for a longer time. So there's a lot of science behind HIT training. So doing that interval training and you don't have to do it for long. Typically when I do HIT, I do about 10 minutes, maybe 15, but keeping those sessions really short and you're having rest. So it's a bonus. They're pretty quick and easy and you don't want to do HIT sessions back to back days. So give some space between there. Let your muscles recover, let your body recover. And if you're a beginner, start really slow with HIT and work your way up. So those muscles adapt, your heart rate adapts and all that. And the thing with cardio here, cardio is not on this list of exercises because typically when people do cardio, they will start to actually feel like they have to eat more after and their metabolism can slow down. So not all cardio is bad, but generally when people start cardio, they try to hit it hard and it actually has an effect they don't want. So they notice that they're eating more, their hunger hormones kick up, they want more food after because their body just burned a lot of calories. When you're doing HIT, it's a smaller session. Same thing with strength training, you're not gonna burn as many calories at once. So typically those hunger hormones don't get kicked up as much as they would with cardio. All right, so the last one I wanna talk about is core training. So remember at the beginning, I said you can't just crunch away or you can't just do sit-ups to get rid of that belly fat you want around the stomach. But core training is important. So as you guys know, I have my doctorate in physical therapy 
but we also want to train the core correctly so that we are preventing back injuries and other injuries. So our stomach is connected to our back muscles and they all work together. So not only can this help to add some shape to your stomach, because again, when we start putting all these pieces together and we're losing that body fat and we're strengthening these muscles, we will see the circumference of our waist shrink some. But it's also important to do core training correctly. I actually just went over this on a call with one of my clients today talking about how to correctly do core exercises. And I actually have a five free day challenge for core training and it's five minutes a day. It teaches you the most basic ab exercise and it progresses a little bit because we need to learn how to actually activate the correct muscles. So I personally do not do sit-ups. I don't do crunches and I haven't since my fourth child. I have learned how to train my core correctly and actually have gotten my ab muscles, so those muscles that go vertical, closer together than they have ever been because when we're doing sit-ups and crunches, it tends to pull that apart. So if you are looking how to train your core, then find the link in the description below or head to my website and you're going to see my five-day free core challenge where you can start learning these basics of how to exercise your core correctly and really build a strong core. So let me review those four types of exercise that I was talking about. Number one, get more movement or steps in. Number two, add some strength training or yoga for strength training. Really start to build that muscle mass. And not just the muscle mass in our stomach, our whole body, because we want to increase the amount of calories we burn overall. Number three is incorporate some HIT training, some interval training, keeping it short, but getting that heart rate up. And number four is do core training, but do it correctly. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode and I want you to actually think about a takeaway. Think about a habit that you can start today. And feel free in my Facebook group, Healthy Beyond 40, to comment in there with what that takeaway, what that habit is that you're going to be working on, and we will encourage you there. And remember, if you guys want to join my Healthy Habits Challenge four weeks starting August 14th, then make sure you sign up for that free call and we can connect and see if it's a good fit and figure out what these goals are for you and habits that you need to do daily to start to move you towards that goal you want. All right, guys, hope you have a great day and keep moving.